0: and welcome back to another Phanthropological Minisode. I'm Nick G. I'm here with Nick T and Nick Z and today we are here to attempt to answer the question Has fandom become too mainstream?
1: I think we all know the answer to this question as is the case every week. Like, I don't know why we even ask questions. We always know the answer to these things and the answer this week is that it clearly has not gone far enough. If people can't if people can't walk around with their Daki Every day, like clearly, we have not progressed far enough as a society to really say the fandom has gone mainstream.
0: We have not reached one hundred percent saturation. No, we have, we have
1: not. But in all, in all seriousness, uh, I actually don't. I, I agree with my own statement. As shocking as that may seem, <laughs> um, I, I really don't think that we've gone far enough in terms of like fandom becoming mainstream. But Z, you've got words. It sounds like.
2: Well, I mean i i don't think we've come far enough by any stretch not even because you know you can't go to a bar and cosplay the same way you can go to a bar in a jersey did you but, uh, did
1: you know that the toronto star had an article on that recently really yeah i'll see if i can pull it up but it won't come up uh, during this episode
2: <laughs> uh, that's all right it give something for the listeners to hunt down when they uh when they hear this um Hope you live in toronto <laughs> i mean it's probably on the internet right?
1: Sure. Almost certainly. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, you know, it's it's still something that is seen, I think, by a fair chunk of people as like this weird passion thing. I don't think there are news pieces uh, on Anime North or other big conventions that are basically, hey, look at all these crazy nerds running all over themselves to get that mint condition Boba Fett figurine limited limited edition etc cetera, etc cetera. it's but it's still kind of like not quite completely absorbed into the mainstream I would say
0: um I say it depends on what you're talking about Star oh. Wars and and Marvel I think I think we're there
2: but are those that's
0: I think we made it you guys. Just shut shut up, Z. <laughs> <laughs> Not interested in talking about that question. Marvel fans, not yep. real fans, I, different episode. Actually the answer is the answer is yeah. You know what? You spend twenty bucks for a Han Solo t shirt? Yeah, you're a real fan, sure. That's you know, that's what it's for to signal signal to people that you like that thing and signal other people also like that thing. Check it out. Yeah. But um yeah, I don't know what's what's the goal. What do you mean? What's oh, like how f- like <laughs> if, if we haven't
1: if we haven't gotten there yet? What's there? I I mean I said in jest at the beginning of the episode, but like maybe maybe that no, definitely not that. Um, <laughs> okay, like you are right. Fandom has definitely reached some level of mainstream acceptance that is already well and above what it was previously. We've gone to the point where people who are not just sports fans are recognized as not being like there's a level of acceptance of fandom in that you can be fans of things that previously would not have been mainstream, like uh, comic books or MMA or things like that. Those are accepted. Mm-hmm. There are people on television and in movies who can go on record and saying, yeah, I'm a huge fan of this. Um,
0: Michael B. Jordan.
1: <laughs> that's a great example. I was like, who's the, <laughs> who's that guy in hot fuzz? Nick. <laughs> oh, Simon. Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon. Simon Pegg. Nick Frost as a, as an example. Um, huge fans of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Michael P Jordan. Huge fan of anime. Yeah, like Star Wars is easy. It's been around for like forty years. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, yeah, you're a fan of Star Wars. It's been around forever. Whatever. Anime <laughs> like hasn't gotten on until more recently, and you know has some some different ideas in it and mike lee jordan's like yeah whatever i'm an anime fan i was in a movie a very successful movie that you may know of that is now more successful than titanic man yeah So, so like what up like take that yeah he's he's doing all right yeah but on the other hand like people still get ridiculed for all manner of different things like like not even talking about fans picking on other fans So I think there is still, like, a measure to go if you're in a less visible area of fandom. I don't know. I I get the idea that um, people who write fanfic or people who are, like, the high-end collector kind of people, those people are still, like, satirized and parodied and made fun of in, like, I don't know. Like, we've got to show the Big Bang Theory that's basically like, hey, geek culture is really popular and mainstream, but we're Mm -hmm. still going to pick on it.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz like yeah, you know, the, the stereotypical coolest thing you can be is is completely aloof mm-hmm. and uncaring about anything. Right? But but we've kind of moved the bar up a little bit. Right? It used to be earnest, earnestness is the most uncool thing, right? If you're really <laughs> excited about something. Yeah. What a what a nerd. <laughs> and I think we we've, we've kind of pushed the bar a little bit. Um to being like there's there's some acceptable, you know, excitement about comic books or whatever is fine. But it's like but then there's another level, right? There as you said, the fanfic writing or the, uh, you know, the the high-end collectors, all that stuff. That's another level. That's beyond beyond the the average person. So I, I I was thinking it from an I wasn't thinking it as the transition from like stigmatized nerd to like normal dumb. I was thinking I was thinking from like um what happens when fandom saturates so much that it's just dumb? If everyone's a fan of it,
1: is there a fandom? Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, getting in some, into some weird existential <laughs> dread levels of discussion on fandom here. All
2: right, I actually oh, yeah. did. I did a little bit of reading up on this question as best as I could because it's kind of very broad. Let's say. Okay, yeah. be
1: careful because this is a black hole, okay. and once we pass that event horizon, there's no coming
2: back. I, I think we're just going to skirt right around it, but we'll see. All right. We'll just age like 50 years. That's <laughs> As, fine. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I got this. Okay. As is, you know, how you do research on the internet. I took our question for this, this mini-sode. Has fandom gone too mainstream? Or I, I threw a two in there just for fun. And I punched that into Google. And some of the top results were all about like, has the furry community become too mainstream? What? It's so a super, yeah, the super niche fandom, uh, for the furry fandom, which, you know, people think it lives in the darkest corners of the internet and everything. But I followed one of the links <clears throat> to this uh, YouTube video by a user called uh, Caesar, I believe, on YouTube. Okay. It's a small channel. And the video is called, Are Furries Becoming Too Mainstream? And I found it really interesting. It's like kind of a little maybe snapshot of what could happen or perhaps what fans fear will happen when their fandom becomes too mainstream. Because he talks about how, you know, he started out as a brony, didn't really find what he was looking for, went over to the fairy uh, fandom, found what he was after. Like that sort of acceptance of, I guess, uh, a, a male, a masculinity that's not all machismo. That's more like, I like something that maybe is not Normally liked by men, but I'm still cool, kind of thing. Yeah. And his concern with it becoming too mainstream is something that's kind of come up a little bit, and kind of alluded it alluded to it a little bit with my uh, real fan jibe a few minutes back. Um, but his main worry was that if furry fandom became mainstream, a bunch of people would just sort of jump on the bandwagon and then you'd wind up with quote posers who weren't <laughs> real fans. And then that would like give the pat the people who were truly passionate about it, a bad name.
1: Uh, hey, I got some words for this guy.
2: <laughs> F- you. <laughs> yeah. No, but like
1: <laughs> those, those words. Yeah. Some words I'm going to have to bleep out <laughs> later. Um, <laughs> no, but like, The whole thing about fandom is finding a community where you fit in. And as soon as you're wondering about like this elitist idea that there are people who like, you know, fit in more or just pretending, you immediately get into the fake geek girl garbage situation. And let's suppose that's a real problem. And it isn't. Who cares? If the only reason you're a (laughs) fan of something, uh, if the only reason you think fandom is mainstream is because you can't hide in this weird little esoteric niche. Then you're a garbage person, and you suck. That's going a bit far, there you have but it. like, there you <laughs> have it. Yeah, send all your hate mail to. <laughs> uh, no, but but in all seriousness, if the only reason you like a thing is because it's esoteric, then like try like try harder. There's so yeah. many little tiny niches in whatever fandom you're talking about that like I I can't see somebody ever. Possibly if that's your motivation, there's so many specific subgenres of things. Just do that. Stop making fun of people about stop stop being concerned with them being posers and just like find your weird little niche and be happy hiding in the shadows. If that's what you want to do.
2: I can't speak for this uh this YouTube user, um, but from from what I was hearing, I mean it didn't sound necessarily like they were trying to call out people as posers, just that like they had gotten into the Brony fandom at first. And part of the reason why they sort of fell away from that was because they didn't feel that everybody in that community was, I guess, connecting deeply with the material in the same way that they that they personally did with the, the stuff in the furry community, which is, in their own sort of phrasing, more fueled by original characters and original stuff, whereas bronies being fans of My Little Pony, kind of fueled by this uh, this IP that is separate from them.
1: I mean that that doesn't sound like a fandom problem so much as it's like a human problem, right? Like you're like, oh yeah. man, I'm trying to make friends, and all these friends are like, I don't know, for lack of any better word, they're like really shallow, and they don't get yeah. me in the way that I want to be got. It's like okay, so I think
2: that shallowness was was what they were driving. Yeah. At.
1: So either make new friends or like, uh, or no, but like yeah, that's a, a but solution. I mean, like I think
2: I think the thing was that like you know they their concern was maybe that like. Uh, furry t-shirts would, or not even furry sh- t-shirts, but like full-on furry suits would show up at like Hot Topic, and people would start wearing them, and it's like, oh, it's just this cool, trendy thing. It's like people, I mean, it's it's difficult, problematic, even perhaps to talk about, but like people would get into the fandom for the quote wrong reasons, just because it's like the trend. If you get if you get into
0: the if you get into the fandom, and I mean like getting into the fandom, you participating oh. in the community and and participating in the way that everyone else does whether that's writing whether that's dressing up whether that's you know whatever
2: yeah
0: are like how is that fake i mean like how how is that
1: fake if it if it like yeah and people can like can like the same thing for completely different reasons Oh, yeah. The reason I might like Bruce Campbell movies is different than the reason that you might like them. You might think they're a really good satirization of the horrors genre (laughs) or something. And I might be like, man, that guy's got some serious, like, face acting going on.
0: Good example for you. So... Hamilton is an incredible musical. You know, it, it, oh, yeah. it, defi- it defies everything that's that's come before it, and is an incredible statement on America, both historically and today. And is a, is a singular achievement by Lin Manuel Miranda. I heard people saying this for two years, and I didn't listen to Hamilton. You know when I listened to it <laughs> after I got into the Moana soundtrack, which that- Lin Manuel Miranda wrote, yeah, and that- then went backwards to check out Hamilton. <laughs> so it was a Dis- it was a it was a Disney. Yeah, a Disney movie that got me into Hamilton. And that's probably that's probably his biggest height in terms of mainstream visibility so far. Oh yeah. But now I listen to it all the time and it's I love it. It's one of my favorite like albums, one of my favorite like performances. And you know, I still I still am a big fan of it regardless of the route that I took to get there. So I don't Yeah. I mean there's you know there's if people get into it for the Wrong reasons, or just getting into it because it's, you know, hot topic or whatever. Then they'll stop in about six months. <laughs> but if it's something that they really enjoy, they'll probably stick with it and be be a boon to the community. Yeah, and
1: and, and fandoms it. are not things that are eternal. Like the things no. that you like now are not necessarily things. Like maybe maybe I will be a huge fan of reboot in another decade. Maybe a robot uprising yep. will happen, and I don't have the chance. Um, but. Like people have relationships with different fandoms and then they, they change. They might evolve into different areas of the same fandom. They may become different things. That's not any different than something being
2: trendy. That's fine. I don't think it's about right or wrong ways of being a fan. I think it's more about depth or like what's really at the the bottom of it. If it's I, bottom, bottom line, I think what I'm getting at here, if it's mainstream, like, it's mainstream. Z doesn't want any of it. I
1: understand. That's that's
2: just like the motto of yeah, the show. I'm, I'm calling out, calling out the, uh, the TV trope. Entry. It's popular now. It sucks.
0: <laughs> like what's the what's the practical concern for, for a given person if they're worried about this? Too many posts saying how to be how do you be a furry?
2: In the case of like, that, what 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 could happen? in the case of the person who made the video i think it was just they felt that their community was perhaps being threatened ah,
1: and that makes mm. that makes sense but it it's interesting because it's it's threatened in the sense that it's changing and change isn't really yeah. a a threat it's it's a change it might well sorry it might be a threat but it's probably just I'm crazy. but it's probably just change. And the downside is it means there'll be more, in that scenario, there'll be more people who might like the thing or appear to like the thing that might not like it the same way that you do. But the alternate problem is nobody, you don't know if anybody likes the thing that you like and you have to hunt and hide and try to find the people that like what you're interested in and try to find that depth. And then you still might find people who are just really not as interested as you are. You've you've just mm-hmm. taken the problem and changed how it looks i don't know i for one think that having things go mainstream more mainstream makes that problem easier to solve because then you're not afraid to talk about things it's true you can go up to somebody and like hey i notice you're wearing this uh wolf fursuit like that's pretty cool and then that starts something as opposed to hey people on the internet." do you guys like fursuits? And then like racial like all sorts of really awful words get thrown at you. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a great way to experience fandom. Yeah. It's my <laughs> that's my favorite way. It's like I'm just going to be vulnerable and just let everybody just destroy me. That's that's how that's how I like my fandom, <laughs> gentlemen.
0: There's no there's no better way to no, do it. It's
1: the only way to do it. Fight me. Please don't. I have a fragile heart is (laughs) I'm
0: vulnerable I'm vulnerable and basically open to any any sort of attack.
2: It's like a it's like a village versus a city. If everybody if everybody in each scenario had a name tag, would you be as friendly in the city as you would be in the village? Would you know everybody? I don't know, but I'd have a choice. I think I think that's probably the biggest change that uh that people face when their phantoms go mainstream that's fair
0: although all they want is the right to ask people for papers when they enter the community
1: exactly all glory to (laughs) (laughs) aristottska no cover (laughs) stand representatives? no no okay
0: uh can't say that that okay (laughs) (laughs) all right none yes um all right, let's wrap it up for this mini-sode. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us tackle, please shoot us an email, at Uh If you're on the internet and you want to look us up, just type in The Nixcast anywhere, in any search bar, and uh, we will pop up. So until next time. Uh